Welcome to First Friday. The first Friday of every month, we take a past speaking engagement we believe provides massive value. On this week's episode, we wrap up our limited series on the DISC profile with Mike Proctor, focusing on S and C, steadiness and compliance. So what are the characteristics for the S, the steadiness quadrant? So the steady style tends to act very patient. When in conflict, this style gives in. They comply. They do not like conflict. This style needs routine. The name of the quadrant steady. They need routine. Prime drive is stability. They thrive off predictability. They need that steady routine in their life. Their preferred tasks are scheduled. Spontaneity does not exist for a high S. It actually gives them anxiety. Comfortable, being part of a team. Remember, this is that slow and steady pace, but really people-oriented in that quadrant. They don't want to be alone. They don't want to be an individual. They don't want to go against the grain. That's why, when in conflict, they comply. If there's, no, we should do this, no, we should do that, they're like, well, whatever you guys decide, I'm down. What do you want to eat for dinner? Whatever you feel like. <laughs> right? That's that high S. <laughs> it says every woman ever. <laughs> no, that's because they're evil and they're lying. Um, <laughs> yeah, tell your friends. Um, <laughs> um, when, when deciding what to eat for dinner with your significant other, you need to then become the high S and just do what they want. Um, so personal strength, they are the supporter, okay? Um, very often you will have somebody that is a high D that is surrounded by a high S because the high D is driven and they're goal-oriented and they could care less about people. And then you have these high S's that are around them that want to be a part of this, this goal achiever and they are there to support their behaviors. They're there to support and help accomplish the outcome. Strength concern. So with their compliance type attitude in the face of adversity, very often they're gonna be procrastinating addressing any change. They don't want to rock the boat. If there's change that ne that's needed, then we're good right now. They're going to procrastinate that because it's going to cause conflict and they want to avoid that. Personal limitations. Again, they're too indecisive. They're indirect. Oh, whatever you want to do. Uh, it's okay, I guess. I'm fine. See, that's jab at girls. Um, <laughs> personal wants. Again, they thrive off routine and harmony. They want, they're the peacekeeper. They want everybody to just get along. Personal fear, sudden change. If you thrive off harmony and routine and scheduled events, any kind of erratic, sporadic, sudden change is going to be devastating for an S. You guys see how that could kind of go against the grain for them? So if, 
Your personal fear is sudden change. Your blind spot would then be embracing the need for change. If it's been the status quo forever and you're happy doing, you know, 350 transactions a year, and then this huge tyrant comes in and wants to start doing 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 deals a year, and you're a high S, you're probably not gonna take that opportunity because that's a huge change. And you would need an awful lot of delegation and deliberating and, and you know, uh, thinking in order to get through that change. Does that make sense? Regardless of how opportunistic it is and how beneficial it would be, it's change. And their blind spot would be embracing the need for that change. They measure their worth by compatibility and contributions. Okay, so a really good example of this, like my wife is a high S. She does not want to be the person in the limelight. She does not want to be the shot caller. But she loves to be around the shot caller. And she likes to hear what their plan is so that she can then go, okay, I can do this, 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 and this so that you can accomplish your goal. And she holds herself accountable to doing that at the highest level because she measures her worth by her contributions to their success. She hates when people around her at work don't like her. It, it just bugs the hell out of her. And she doesn't understand why. And she wants to find a way to make everybody get along because she measures her self-worth by compatibility. What are the characteristics for the conscientious or what is also called the compliant quadrant? So the high C, they tend to act contemplative. When in conflict, this style will avoid. They do not want conflict. They like to be in their little cubicle, in their little bubble, doing what they do. When things get in their way, they sidestep and move forward. They don't like conflict. This style needs standards. They need to have a set of rules and guidelines. These people live in a black and white world. There is no gray. They don't like to make compromises. Primary drive correctness. They don't want to make a decision until they have all the facts and information and figures and they're going to analyze it and then once they know they are right they are going to move forward. Preferred tasks obviously are structured. They don't want freedom within the framework. They want A to lead to B to lead to C. There is no variance from that. They're very comfortable in order and planning. Personal strength of theirs, they like to be the organizer. They're the ones that make sure that everything is exactly the way that it should be. A concern of their strength, they overanalyze everything. What do you like to say, Kyle? Paralysis. paralysis. Yeah, analysis paralysis. They just churn data and figures and information, but won't move forward. Right? 
They get that paralysis by analysis. So a personal limitation is that they're too detailed and that they're impersonal. It's all data. It's all figures. There is no emotion. There's no personal. No, it's this is numbers. This is figures. This is business. So on that spectrum, the quadrants, they are to the left and to the bottom. So they are not people oriented. They are not thinking of how you feel when they give you their data. They're right. They're going to give you the data because it's correct. They don't think this might hurt your feelings. Does that make sense? So personal wants, they want to live in a world that is logical and filled with standards. That way they know what they can measure against. They know if it's right or wrong. There's no ambiguity to it. Personal fear, being wrong. They, they don't want to move forward on something because there's the chance that they're not correct. So when they do move forward, it needs to be ironclad. It needs to be weighed and measured. Then they can move forward. Blind spot. They struggle to make decisions without overanalyzing. If pushed to make a decision, they're going to just avoid the situation completely. They measure their self-worth by the precision, accuracy, and the quality of their results. If you enjoyed what you heard today and would like more content like this, then join the Whistleway Facebook page. And until next week, thanks for joining us on the Whistleway Podcast.